Yeah, I had actually asked you about the name of that uh, AAA oh, match intentionally yeah. to uh, to reset things. So why don't we just uh, why don't we Fucking just start there? <laughs> uh, still trying to find it too. So oh well, yeah, that would help to uh, to have actually allowed you the time to find that before uh, before hitting record. Yeah, it's got to be. Vakino and yeah, Bandito. That's who it was. Okay. Yeah, and it was fantastic. <laughs> it yeah. really was. So, but and you know, I'm pretty hard on like real Lucha Libre. All right. Just, most of the time, it's so over choreographed, I can't get into it. And then the announcers don't help. The production really doesn't help. So, oh. which is interesting. So. Have you noticed on WWE programming, they've gotten away from going to random crowd shots? Uh, they have... used to break into the crowd all the time, and they've really lessened it. I guess I have not noticed that. Yeah, I didn't either. Someone else pointed it out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Like wow, a natural, a natural looking product. It doesn't jarringly shift from shot to shot in that. <laughs> yeah. Or die on a cell phone. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was always. Uh... Yeah, the WWE definitely was. Uh... They're, they were as bad as AEW with the uh, we want to get that crowd reaction shot. It's just like just. Let the crowd make the noise, and we will we will understand. Like I, it, it's not that hard. No, producing a live event is the easiest thing in the world. Like I get annoyed at football when they do the the new kick coverage or kickoffs. Like you can like it's from the uh, receiving team's point of view, rushing down the field. You can't see anything develop. Yeah. Uh, like, oh. oh. God damn! Just leave it the way it is. I There's do like. Wrong with it. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily like that one. I do like the uh, kind of the the Madden view, uh, as they call it, uh, over the center of the field there when they do that one. That one's okay. Yeah, they, the, they, usually, they usually get away from it real fast. Yeah, the the I, the kickoff thing, I, I'm I'm with you. Where I feel like you kind of need a little more big picture, and you need it back a little bit more. But watching a single play from scrimmage that way is I I I enjoy that quite a bit. Yeah, but no, I mean producing sports is the easiest damn thing. Like even baseball now, have you noticed the center field camera is shifted a tad now? Oh. I no, I don't watch enough baseball. It's awful. You can't tell what a ball and strike is anymore. I don't know if they're doing that on purpose. Which in baseball anyways you can't really tell what a ball and strike is anymore anyways. <laughs> but uh yeah, automated umpires at uh Columbus Clippers games, if I'm not mistaken, this coming year. Really? Yes. Oh. Pretty sure that uh I got an email from them recently about that. Uh, I, I think I actually kept it just because of, 
So is it going to be for all games, or? I think at least they're home games. Wow, that's pretty nice. So just the home home field one, though? Like home home plate? I th- yes, just home okay. plate. Okay. Just strike zone. I got you. Yeah, see here, they, I was at one where they, they've got the pitch count. Or, I'm sorry, the pitching clock. You only get 15 seconds or something. And then no. you're not allowed to shift. And some other stuff, too. <coughs> oh. And the game didn't go any goddamn quicker. They said it did. But it doesn't matter when you change pitchers every two innings. The score is 11 to two, 11. It was thing, the final score is 15 to 11. It's not going to speed the game up. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> no matter how many times you want to get the guy in there to pitch. So, like, we've never been to a game where it mattered. All of our games were three hours. <clears throat> oh. So, here's all right. Here's something else. All right, we'll get to the rest in a second. Which is, <laughs> I'm actually watching AAA's 30th, right? Uh-huh. I can't remember this guy's name. It's not Cybernetico. But anyways, the woman is walking to the ring with a flare in her hand. Like a there's, road flare? There's yellow smoke going everywhere inside this place. <laughs> this is a legitimate question. And now he's just shooting an aerosol can of fire. All right, well... I remember those good old days when you go to a concert and some asshole would have one of those. <laughs> um, <sighs> you watch way more soccer than I do. How the hell do, does somebody always have flares in the in the stadium? Always. Uh, I I don't know. They definitely use uh, smoke bombs. Are also in uh, in vogue. But, uh, what the, yeah, there are a lot of flares and I don't know how they get them in. Yeah. I don't know. They tape them to the inside of their leg. I would, I suppose. I don't, you know, there's no other place to put something like that. Yeah. Well, prison, I guess, but (laughs) yeah, there is the prison way. But I mean. I see this all the time. They're celebrating, and there's you just see flames in the state in the stands. And I'm like, there has to have been, there has to have been a major tragedy involved with that stuff. There has to be. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit surprised there aren't uh, more uh, more talk of people being injured during such yeah. incidences. But I'll guarantee you, something bad's happened, and yeah. yet it still goes on. Yeah. To this day, they still do it, and it's not. It and it's not even like some podunk, whatever their like minor leagues would be. It this is like Premier League and shit. Yeah. Like. Yeah. The, that's why I'm okay not sitting in that uh, that section of Crew Stadium. <laughs> I don't need I to don't, deal. I I don't need to deal with those, those shenanigans. Well, I've never seen them here for the MLS team here. Which starts in two weeks, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, always. I'm always so annoyed. Uh, it, it, it's tradition now that they have a game the weekend of my birthday for some reason. And I'm like, why am I going to an outdoor event in early March? Uh, it, it, it has been an extremely mild uh, winter uh, so far. Uh, I I might luck out, but 
I also might, uh, winter is more than likely going to rear its ugly head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was 70 degrees here today. Ju- just in so. time for, uh, <laughs> just in time for that March, uh, March 4th soccer match. And I'm just going to be like, fuck you, weather. <laughs> like, it's, it's going to be negative 16 that day. Oh, nope. And the rest of the winter has been like 40 degrees. It's just like, piss off. Well, here today, it legit hit 70. I think tomorrow's 65. And then we dropped to 41 on Saturday in snow. So, well. whatever. But the ground's way too warm, so it's just going to melt immediately. So it doesn't matter. But, but yeah, like it just that's the, craziest, that's the craziness of this stuff. Like, MLS seems to go, it has to go the longest of any other of the sports, right? Maybe NASCAR? Uh, yeah, NASCAR starts around this uh, time frame too. So, Jesus. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it Daytona? Right, that's always the first one. Uh, well, they were just uh, advertising one recently. Oh, oh yeah, the that the, clash the, at the stadium. It, it yeah, at the Coliseum. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, clash at the Coliseum. Yeah, it clearly didn't work because so. <laughs> they even advertised that on Raw. Uh, on Raw, yeah. Yeah, they were oh they were hyping it big on SmackDown, so with good reason. I mean, uh, oh. SmackDown was it what the number one network show or something like that on Friday? Then the other week, Raw was the number one TV show on television, all of television. That's insanity. Now it's I mean it's tapered back down, but oh, boy, they got something going. Yeah, the crowds uh, speak for themselves. You know, I I I just think in general that that uh, yeah, the WWE crowds have just reacted to the material better ever since Triple H took over. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I won't. I mean, it was it was Saturday, so I don't want to like go over too much. But that Vengeance (sighs) show, one. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. You should have came. <laughs> we made a big mistake on that one. <laughs> that show was so much fun. One, because it was just cool to be at a wrestling show. And there's nothing like going to a pay-per-view. They're just better experiences. Uh, oh. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. That's why I had cut down to just live shows. And I'm like, I'm not doing a fucking house show, guys. Come on. I know that there's maybe some shenanigans that might happen in a house show, but most likely it's just going to be people working on their next, uh, their next feud or the next step in it. And it's just yeah. going to kind of ruin things anyway. So now nah. just dicking around or Which yeah. sometimes those can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. There, 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 there can be some good stuff, but, uh, I also yeah. think that it, it, as an overall whole, I'll, I will take a pass. Yeah. But no, like we had our seats were really good. We were real close. Like it was just your usual setup. People around us were pretty cool except one guy. And finally, finally I had to tell him to shut up. Like just. <laughs> we talked about this before. And I know she has too. You don't go to a show to be part of it. You go to the show to watch it and have fun. This guy, like, 
he was just yelling out shit. Like we were talking about comedy before. Oh. He's just trying to be funny, and it's like you're using generic shit. Like, tell like, what's that thing? Like, tell me you do something without telling me you do something. No. <laughs> he's like, tell me, tell me you're on the internet without telling me you're on the internet. He was doing that shit, and I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> and finally, it had it. And he did this for three plus hours. Three, I'd say three of the matches. Huh. And then he finally either got too drunk or whatever. They actually sold shots at the mm. arena. I thought that was weird, but mm. whatever. Because we somehow I got almost the exact same seats as the last time I went to Raw, and we went through like the Sky Club or something. <laughs> and there's a bar. I was like, oh wow, okay. She goes, what kind of fancy shit are we doing? I'm like, no, no, that's we're walking through. That's all. <laughs> but uh, we 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 get to look but not touch. Yeah, and then the guys behind me, we kind of bonded as soon as I sat down. There's was two black guys. Yeah. And he's talking to his friend, and we're just, like, looking around talking. And he goes, man, may not be popular, but, man, I'll admit it. Jay Cargill does something for me. And I immediately shot my head around and go, wow, brave stance, bud. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't think they were that familiar with all the NXT stuff. Oh. So it was cool to see them reacting to something for the first time. Oh. So, like, Carmelo Hayes came out, and they were like, oh, yeah, all right. And then Apollo Crews comes out, and they're like, oh, yeah. And they were really into Apollo Crews and not Carmelo Hayes. Oh. So I was like, oh, that's different. Usually it's the other way around. And they were just pointing out, I was like, yeah, that's like a man fighting a boy in here. I'm like, they're, just, they're the same height. Like, this is weird. So Carmelo went to smack Apollo Crews, and it didn't really connect. And then Apollo just smacked him. <laughs> and when, when Carmelo smacked him, the guy behind me goes, that's a, that's a boy striking a man. And then all of a sudden, when Crews smacks him back... And it was far louder. I was, I was like, oh, you'll see. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and then their reaction to Pretty Deadly, they were like, the one guy goes, who the hell is this? <laughs> and I go, you don't, know, you don't know Pretty Deadly? He's like, no. He goes, what's their deal? And I knew what he was implying. And I was like, yeah. If you've seen the ambiguously gay duo from Saturday Night Live, he goes, yeah. I was like, that's what they are. He goes, oh, okay. And then he was on board. Yeah, oh. So he, he understood it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so that was like fun interactions with people who were there to have a good time. Right. The rest of this crowd around us was. There was one guy. At least started getting mad because he kept standing up. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, because he's excited. Like, it, it wasn't a guy like standing up to be like, hey, everyone get up with me. Like, no, it oh. was... Oh genuine my God, excitement. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never get mad at that. You know, well, and there was, there. you know, there was a lot to be excited about at that show. Like, I mean, they, yes. they had a bunch of really good matches. That opening match, I, I felt bad. Who was next? Was it the women's tag match next? 
Got already oh, I didn't pull up the uh, I didn't pull up that report. Yeah, you don't need to, but it was like <laughs> I couldn't believe. Yeah, I think it was the women's tag match was next. And I'm like, these poor ladies, they're screwed. Because that match, like Wesley and Dijak, you know, started off. Everyone's yelling Terminator Dijak, which I was like, oh, that's kind of fair. Um, oh, <laughs> by the way, his entrance is far cooler in person than it is on TV. The black and white doesn't work on TV if you see it live. Like, uh, that oh. video screen's really cool. But okay. that that won the crowd over. That was legit excitement. Oh. And the women's match, I think everyone was just shocked how it ended. Like, wait, what? That's it? Um, uh, <laughs> that... <laughs> yeah, Caden Carter and uh, Katana Chance uh, lose their titles. Uh, uh, like... It has, they have had one of the weirdest reigns. <laughs> Just because it, it's been a long reign, but they've also had lots of gaps in their TV time. Yeah. I was like, did they defend those titles more than twice? Like, I don't, I don't remember. I think they probably have, uh, but yeah, it just really kind of tough time like it's kind of weird as many women as they have on that roster for some reason they don't really keep around too many tag teams so that's why honestly when they started doing the isla dawn and uh what's she calling herself these days alba fire yes um when they started putting them together i'm like well they have the same gimmick and yeah, we may as well put them together. I'd like they need they have enough women down there to have at least four tag teams that are consistently mm-hmm. around to yeah. not make things too stale. And it's just like Fallon Henley and uh Kiana James is, you know, on that list of uh, of fresh tag teams and I think those t- Fire and uh Dawn should stay together. And then we have Chance, you know, because, yeah, even Katana Chance, like, I think that's been part of their problem is they haven't had that many teams uh, to fight because things have just, uh, when you lose the main tag team out of your division, which is Toxic Attraction, like, there was a giant hole after that. You know, because of... And I know that it was just because Mandy Rose was the one that that got the boot, but it really threw off all the storylines for them. Yeah, yeah. Like, they kind of started to do the, are they going to do a singles thing and all that, almost right off the hop. Yeah. Um, a quick note on that, because that's obviously a heartbreaking happening that, this week. Gigi Dolan is so over with the crowd. Uh-oh. It's crazy. Um, JC, whatever. People are kind of like, eh. Roxy, she's a star. Uh-oh. That crowd was into her, and then by the end when she won, the crowd was very into her. They're, they're, I mean, that's not an exaggeration. I was shocked. Oh. Because there, there were plenty of moments where the crowd was cool to people. Like, I don't know about this. 
and then they grow on them, right? Yeah. Well, this was, hey, we like you. At the end, it was, hey, we love you. Pretty cool. It's, it's a pretty cool thing to see. So, like, it, some of the stuff didn't come off that well on TV, but I think oh. we always say it doesn't. Yeah. So, the, the tag match was just awesome, except for the wet fart of an ending. Like, uh, oh. Why Gallus? And where the hell's Joe Coffee at already? Yeah, th- it, that was an interesting choice to uh, to go with Gallus in that situation. I yeah. didn't. I definitely did not completely get that. Oh, you weren't the only one. I just went. I went Gallus because I would try not swearing when I was there. <laughs> and then you could just hear the whole crowd's like, "What?" Because you knew New Day wasn't going to win. Oh, to me, it seemed obvious they were losing. I did not expect them to take the pinfall. Oh. That was a surprise. Yeah. Usually someone else gets to do those honors. Yeah. Well, especially because they're a main roster team, you know? Main roster guys don't lose down there. And, hey, to their credit. <laughs> yeah. They took the pin. Sure did. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it was just cr- going crazy. There was a legitimate laugh. When Pretty Deadly put the table back together. (laughs) Um, I got a good laugh out of that myself. The stuff with Andre Chase wasn't quite over when it started. But then once he got going, that crowd was like, oh yeah, it's Andre Chase. (laughs) Or it's Harlem Bravado, whatever. Because he used to wrestle all over here. Right. And like I said, you're there to have a good time. When he did the chase you at the end... I was going out of my mind. That was so fun. It was just oh. fun. <laughs> you had 5,000 people, which we had, I'll get to in a sec. 5,000 people, everyone was doing it. Uh, oh. so, and it really didn't seem like they were going to win. But, you know. Uh. Duke Hudson, he's just an awkward dude. Uh, oh. <laughs> he's big. But it's like it's like his torso is ahead of his feet sometimes, or maybe behind his feet. He doesn't move smoothly. Uh, oh, okay. So it's just it's just awkward. Not nothing against his ability, right? It's just awkward. So, but I don't want them to break that tag team up either. Duke Hudson's grown on me, and it should stay. It should stay the way it is. Uh, yeah, like it seems like they've gotten away from the angle that he is gonna turn on them at some point. It still does, yeah. Unfortunately. Well, no, no, no. They've le- they've lessened that a little bit in some ways. Like him turning on them, I know that they bring it up, but I, I kind of feel like he's buying in at this point. I don't know. Like that's the way that it kind of feels to me. Yeah, in, and in, like in you said, aspects, yeah, I, I, I think it would be better for them to keep them together. 
Yeah, I mean, especially because, you know, Again. they're already moving them on to schism anyways. Yeah, like, so. that's another one where, what are they going to do in the singles division? Like, they're not going to be the North American champion or anything right now. No. Oh, no, no. Um, I, I, They've tried and tried with two cuts, and it doesn't work as a singles. <sighs> So him being the smarmy guy and all that, I think it's just much smart, much smarter. And like you know, like the jock or whatever, just it's just better that way. And you know, I like the team. I was severely disappointed there were no shirts. <laughs> but if you go to the WWE site, they're sold out online. Oh wow. The, so it's all, all the Chase U shirts sold out, huh? Yeah. So that is not uh, completely surprising. It's an easy one to print, and uh, yeah, I as basic as it is, it it really works, especially with. I mean, they have really been uh, the, the silly gimmicks have stuck and have really been carrying in NXT. Yeah. Well, even with, like, uh, not Katana James, Jesus Christ. Kiana Jane. Yeah. She's the businesswoman that says business things, right? Yeah. They've kind of gotten away from that. Uh, yeah, ever since so, she failed uh, at buying Fallon Henley's bar. Well, she did send her assistant off to go do something. And we haven't seen her since. So, you know. Yeah. Well, and we still at least have the lingering mystery of who she was talking to on the phone. I guess her husband's name in real life is Zach. So, I don't know. I was just going to say she's talking to her brother. You know, Uh, that just seemed... Yeah, the way that... Fallon Henley's pushing it. It just, it, it does to me uh, also. It feels like it's going to be a misunderstanding and she's going to feel like an ass after the the news is revealed. That's what it seems like it should be, right? <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see, I guess. But yeah, that's what, that's what it seems like that's going to happen. So, yeah. I don't know if that then kind of galvanizes the team, I suppose, or what ends up happening in that situation. Yeah, I don't know. But the the show overall, like I said, big mistake. Should have came down for it. <laughs> and, yeah, so. Um, oh. What, real quick, what did you think of the cage match? Um... Why am I not remembering who was in? Oh, that was Breaker and Waller. Um, it was kind of interesting. I, I kind of felt like it was maybe Waller's time to become champion. So that part surprised me a little bit. Uh, that they decided not to pull the trigger. Um, also didn't feel like a great match. I guess. No. And that's where I made my AEW joke, by the way. Because they started the match outside the cage. Oh. 
And I go, oh, look, it's every AEW match possible. And it got some laughs. I was like, oh, people understand what I said. Okay. <laughs> and I go, I was like, I kept telling I was like, look, look, they're going to ring the bell as soon as they get it. Watch. Just wait, 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 wait. Ding, ding. Called it. Like, so stupid. Now, if this is AEW, like, well, that's a really sound strategy. Attacking. Like, oh, they're awful announcers. <laughs> I was so happy you you pointed that out today. But anyways, uh... it seemed to me during this match though, Braun either blew up or got hurt because he was flying to start this match, and then it kind of ground to a halt out of the blue. And I know like Grayson Waller taking over, you know, it's going to slow down the bad guys in control, but right. It just wasn't moving anymore. I was like, weird. And then it just ended. Uh, yeah, it did not seem like there was a crescendo going into the ending. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was the other reason why it felt a little off. Yeah. And then I will say this uh, after it went off the air, Grayson Waller was in the ring for a while. Just sitting in the corner. And the crowd, like some of the guys started chanting for Waller. He got up and he goes, oh, don't start that shit. <laughs> he like, you were hating me the whole time. He's like, shut up. Just shut up. I don't need you. And it got out of the ring and started walked off. And I'm like, wait, was that on camera? Like, what the hell was that? So. That's great. Yeah. And then I guess they shot that angle with him. Oh, interrupting Sean's Zoom meeting or whatever t- press conference, which they never showed on NXT, did they? Uh, they showed the interruption part. Oh, okay, I missed it then. All yeah. Right. All right. So, but yeah, and then, but a good time, and I, oh. I'm not eating my words totally, but I did say they wouldn't be able to fill an arena with this, oh. with this new. <laughs> Well, they you... sold the, the bottom of it. They only sold the bottom part of the Spectrum Center. Uh, oh, yeah. And it was full. I mean, maybe a seat here or there. It was full. So. Yeah. No upper deck, though. No. Oh, no. God, no. But that's got to be a win. Because the last time they were here, they were at Grady Cole, which is about 400 people. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing that they kind of uh, run the risk with. Because the venue, uh, I know the one that they come to normally here in NXT. Yeah, you're going to maybe get 1,500 people. Mm -hmm. You know, so getting 5,000, like, there aren't, uh, and I think I've talked... AEW seems to have done a pretty good job of actually getting those size arenas. And I don't know if the WWE is concerned about it because I do feel like there are probably enough of those five to 10,000 seat arenas around, whether they're, you know, college basketball arenas or something like that, that are a, a little bit smaller. I, yeah, like you've either got to kind of go big, like this, because the Spectrum Center didn't they say that's where the Bobcats play? Yes, no, the Hornets. No. Hornets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> Clearly, I do not watch much basketball. <laughs> um, no, no. I 
because I live here. I've, 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 I've been to one preseason game because they were free. And I was like, okay, I don't need to come back to these anymore. So. Oh, uh, um, but yeah, I, I mean, because that's usually like a 15,000 plus or so size arena. Anything that holds uh, a major sport, uh, you know, 15,000 is uh, kind of the low bar with 18 kind of being near the top of the list. So, yeah, like there isn't like if you're looking to get five to eight thousand people, like there aren't that many good venues ar- around, I guess. And it, it is a little surprising that maybe they haven't mined them uh, like AEW has for these NXT events. Like, you know, fi- if it was only five thousand people, I don't I don't know if there's a good like ten thousand seat venue down there for, you know, it's some. Like UNC Charlotte's basketball arena or something like that. Yeah, I never thought of that. I forget they exist, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, they're, 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 okay, so in this town, they're about 10 miles away, which is a 45-minute drive. So it's real easy to forget about them, unless you take the train. But, I mean, there's Bojangles, but that's where AEW goes, so I'm not going to use that. Cabarrus, you're looking at 1,000, 1,500 people. Oh, there's no mid sizes anywhere here. Oh, okay. So, no, I mean, yeah, and I, I, I think that that's where they kind of they're like, well, eff it, we'll just run the big arena and we sell the tickets that we sell. Like, I guess five thousand's better than fifteen hundred. Yes, it really is. So, I mean, to me, it's got to be considered a success, even if you lost money, because you've shown, hey, look, look what we can do. And slowly it's like, all right, maybe these guys are catching up. Because I remember when they first did this 2.0, I was like, "There's they've ruined NXT's business model of selling out arenas wherever they went. Legit 15, 16,000 people. Yeah, oh. So, you know, just tell, we were at a couple of them, so we've seen it. <laughs> yeah, well, and I you know? think that at this point they have kind of uh... – They've built the stars back up. Like they, it, it's been a solid year of the new people. Year, year and a half, actually, at this point. Maybe because I'm forgetting know. that they had the black and gold versus the 2.0. Because that was War Games la- uh, in 21, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, uh, and I know that that was towards the end of the year, so it wasn't, you know, that long ago, but still. Was was that the week, was that the weekend of or before Survivor Series, right? Uh, I feel like, yeah, it, it wasn't the weekend of Survivor Series, just because I feel like they've kept their premium live events off the same weekends recently here, probably because of Peacock. <laughs> related reasons yeah um so uh yeah different weekends to 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 draw extra eyeballs in um so yeah it it probably was around survivor series last year without looking you know without actually looking it up yeah 
So, yeah, and, and I mean, the 2.0 guys were obviously around a few months before that event to start with. So, yeah, like, it's been like a year and a half, and, you know, even if uh, they're not doing that much, they have developed the characters for the most part that uh, that started off the, the 2.0 run. Yeah, because even Joe Gacy, they started that, and he's kind of morphed into something different. I didn't say oh. better, I said different. <laughs> um, yeah, well, their the, t- the, TV time feels like it's saying that it's... Uh, it's just dumb. They it's Well, I don't dumb. feel like they've gotten that much TV time. And it, I, I think it's just because, like you say, yeah, the gimmick's kind of weird. Yeah, I really don't know what they are. And like, and then this week they attack Thea Hale in cover and buttons. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I don't know why someone should be that freaked out about it, but <laughs> they are. She was. Yeah. yeah. Well, who knows what they did to her. But I thought NXT had a good follow-up show this week, by oh. the way. Um, yeah. Dragonoff coming back, some pleasant surprise. Uh, J.D. McDonough and Carmelo Hayes, wow, had a good match. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and uh, McDonough's problem is not in the ring, that's for sure. Um, yeah, and it is still uh, marginally shocking that he's uh, an inch taller than uh, than Carmelo Hayes. I couldn't believe that when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. It is not by a whole lot, but I'm like, oh, okay, well. That's, uh, yep, that's something. <laughs> yeah, so I figure I figure a lot of the NXT UK people are coming back now. Because uh, we got Tyler Bate was back. Oh. You know, Gallus. Yeah. Iowa Dawn's here. Um, I'm guessing Joe Coffey will show up eventually. Um, was somebody else? I can't remember who it was. Oh, uh. Oh, Stevie Nicks. Sure, whatever. Um, uh, Stevie Turner. Yeah, I was going to say Stevie Wilson, but uh, <laughs> no. Um, Bea Priestley. Uh, Blair Davenport. Oh. Because she's been taking pictures of herself out at like Disney World and stuff, so she's in the States again. Oh. So, and oh, Bea Sadamiora is coming back. Oh. Which I figured she was done, to be completely honest. She's not, she's not young, so I figured she's not going to move over here to the States. But yeah, that one was a little little surprising when uh, when Roxanne Perez said that uh, Mako Satamora was going to be her tag team partner. I was like, oh, like I, I was with you. I'm like, yeah, she she's like 40. She can retire if she wants to. Like that woman's been wrestling like 20 some odd years. Like she, she deserves a break if she wants it. Yeah, yeah. But so. hey, you know, if she wants some more. I've had it. Yeah, I mean, if you if you can still go, you still enjoy it, and you're not getting hurt, why not? You know, better than retiring when you're still got something left in the tank. So, yep. But no, but I thought I thought this was a good follow up show. I mean, you know, the no. Creeds did their thing. Endoshir was out there talking. Um, I'm happy Veer is not talking or whatever he was doing on Raw. That always no. burned me. <laughs> um, 
trying to think what else what else was on the show uh well like, i think the one <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that 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 definitely needs to be talked about but yeah there wasn't uh the the mellow skit to start things uh zoe stark and soul ruka was uh on the uh on the menu there <laughs> yeah that, that nice little tricky match there by the way oh zoe stark wins but everyone wants to see Sal Rucka's move. Yeah. So she lost, but still hit it anyways. Yeah. You know, like leaves the winner. I thought that was pretty clever. Got, yeah, got attacked after the match just so she could execute her finisher on the way out the door. <laughs> yeah, yep. it, 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 it was some uh, pretty sneaky booking there. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> so I'm not sold on her, but that move's cool as hell. So uh, yeah. too new. Yeah, she she's definitely in that category of, you know, we'll we'll see what happens in uh, a, at least a year with her. Yeah, it, 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 as much as I am excited about her in ring potential, yeah, you mentioned it last week. There is zero. She's a surfer. Okay, uh, sure. She has surf music. No, she has surf music. Well, she does the uh, hang. She did surf for a while, but you know. She does the hang loose sign, dude. That's the universal so surfer sign. Like, well, isn't that come I on. love you as well? Because remember the Rock and Roll Express used to do that? Uh, no. The I love you is that. The metal's that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and this Wait, is the hang loose. Oh, I love you has the index finger up? Yes. Oh. Oh, God. That makes you hate him even more. God, I hate the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> you can't, you can't. And I'm like, no, they were, yes, I know they were really good. But as a kid, fuck them. Midnight <laughs> Express was so cool. They were cooler. There's no way around it. So, whatever. Not going back 30, whatever, many years now. But, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But the show was good. I, Oh yeah, you know, Dabakato uh, uh, made his comeback. So you're asking for stuff that happened. I mean, there's... okay. So that spent a lot of time. Yeah. What's no. a better name, Baba Tunde or Dabakato? I'm uh, being dead serious. I'll listen to any argument. Uh, I like Dabakato better than General Aziz. That's not what I asked. I know. <laughs> I'm answering my own question. <laughs> yes, I think anything was better than... No, it was a Commander Aziz, wasn't it? Commander Aziz. Yeah, whatever it was, is still better. But I, I, It's not bad. That's why I hated that gimmick so much. Like, why did you saddle him with this? <laughs> this is terrible. But then... Whatever. Yes, he is not. Sergeant Slaughter is the only one that's going to get away with that. That's true. I mean, even Lacey Evans can't get away with the military gimmick. Shouldn't she be Private Evans or something? Or Specialist Evans? I, I, I would imagine. I mean, I believe she was in the military police, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But it's like, if you're going to lean into someone's armed forces, like, uh, 
they mentioned that Montez Ford was in the army, I believe it was. He was in yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah. They've mentioned it, but they never leaned into it. Well, they're leaning into it, Lacey Evans. Well, if you're military in wrestling, you have to have a military name. So, yeah, they got to figure that one out. Montez Ford needs to change his name to something else. No, he's fine because they never leaned into it. They just said, hey, he was in the military. Got to change the private pile. (laughs) God. (laughs) It's funny. There's two different things you can think of that. One, Gomer Pyle, or two, Vincent D'Offrio blowing his head off in the bathroom. Yeah, um, I'm the later kind of guy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, boy, it just occurred to me that takes on a totally different definition for some people so yes yeah so some of like gym neighbors you, you, you can have two very very different opinions uh yes. <laughs> if you do not clarify Ugh. but yeah so and then we have to get to the end it's the, the most important oh. angle well Ugh. there you are uh so. there is Yes, uh, there was definitely gonna, when there when since Mandy Rose is still <laughs> selling her body for evidently very large numbers. Uh, um, yeah, they had to have a breakup. Like if they weren't going to be a tag team, they needed to break up. And once you broach the subject with them. Uh, like the cracks started to form after they won their the elimination or the was it a battle royal? Yeah, it was a battle royal. Where they started fighting each other for no reason. Yeah. So you know, some stuff kind of popped up there, and they've things have just snowballed. And honestly, if. Uh, if Roxanne Perez hadn't just been eating popcorn, watching all the fun go down, they might have been at each other's throats, uh, you know, before that actual championship match. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I think that they were pissed off that she was just eating eating a little too much popcorn and enjoying the, the show a little too much. <laughs> so, yeah, it wasn't surprising to see this turn coming uh, you kind of mentioned it already. The crowd loves Gigi Dolan, so why make her the heel in this situation? So yeah. th- th- those honors end up going to uh, J.C. Jane. So she's got to be the one doing the turning. Uh, but uh, there, th- there were a couple of things that I needed to correct after watching the film back again. You said that the door was hinged incorrectly. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, not true. Uh, if you are entering someone's house, uh, the door should swing in. They entered from uh, the the broad side of the ring and came in through the door. You. you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I meant. Well, the this other thing... Architect bullshit. You're pushing out. The, the other thing that the WWE failed to do, they had an actual door frame. <laughs> yes. yes. That was the biggest problem. 
they used an honest-to-God door frame that had a jam, which meant it fucking stopped and did not just bust open like a normal wrestling door would. Because they normally just have like, you know, like a two by or whatever framing the door. And it's a it's a gimmicked frame. And for whatever reason, they didn't use a gimmicked frame. And it really cost Gigi Dolan's fucking brain cells that they decided to use a real door in a real frame. Good Lord. I mean, so. so it, everything was framed just like the barbershop. You're like, oh, okay. Here comes the turn, turns on her. Yeah. All right. Because JC's the one. JC's always been the bitchier one. Where Gigi's been the mean one. There's a difference. Oh. But oh. then Gigi starts showing like some softness, you know, and oh. that's why she had to pay. So she, you know, does the kick. All right, cool. She throws her in the door. Thing doesn't budge. Except cracks a little bit at the bottom of it. And then that kick to the face. Good God. And that was a natural reaction by Gigi Dolan, too. She was like, oh. Like, oh, God. She's like, grabbing her face like, Jesus. Yeah, well, I mean, it had to be a natural reaction because she got kicked in the fucking face. Yes. Like, I was I was discussing this with somebody. Oh my god! I like I still can't believe like that was one where I popped on Twitter the next morning, and they had the full clip on, and I'm going, oh my fucking god! Like I I I saw it for the first time on a small screen. I'm going, she just got fucked up, and, and then seeing it on TV, I'm just like. Oh my gosh! Like it's it's even worse than I thought it was, <laughs> you know. And like you said, like the door barely cracked. Like she took that full kick right to the face, and it barely put a crease in that that door. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, what a trooper for. Uh, for going through that, uh, Gigi Dolan, uh, my uh, highest regards for yeah. for taking that one like a a, a real wrestling champion. Yeah. And once again, wrestlers are better actors than actors. She got kicked in the face. Oh. Had to remember what to do. JC Jane kicks her in the face on accident. Can't stop and go cut and go. Hey, are you okay? She just kicked her friend in the face on accident. <laughs> she has to keep going with the show. Yes. So if Bette Midler kicks Meryl Streep in the face, <laughs> everyone's going to go crazy. Going, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> no. Wrestlers are better actors than any sort of Hollywood actor. Uh... There is indefensible. So... And I, I would have to say that is a perfect example because yeah, J.C. Jane did not give that any second mind. She turned around and started yeah. bragging that she did that. I'm like, oh my god! And Bailey can't stop and check on her. Like nothing. No. And by the way, did I say Beth Midler? Yes. 
<laughs> and Meryl Streep are kicking well, each Meryl other. Meryl Streep's always the go-to for actresses. <laughs> but I don't know where Bette Midler came from. What a weird, what a weird one to choose. <laughs> I don't know if she acts anymore. So uh, I would imagine she's out of that game at this point, but I don't yes. know. I don't know for sure-sies. Uh So that's it for uh, WWE slash NXT. Uh, Want to do a quick uh, run-through on AEW? Yeah, we got to talk about this goofy-ass show. I've been enjoying Dynamite lately. This show was so bizarre. <laughs> so let's get, to get the good out of the way. MJF and Takesha was good. Of course someone had to bleed. Oh. Ryan Danielson and Roosh was awesome. But of course someone has to bleed. It's just enough. Enough oh. bleeding in AEW. Every week someone bleeds. Someone walks by. Oh, cut me in the forehead. You did? It, it's, it's terrible. And it doesn't add to the drama like it's supposed to because... <laughs> Everyone one, bleeds. The fan base knows why you're bleeding. Two, everyone does it. There's no drama to it at all. It's just gross. But yeah, Danson and Roosh was awesome. Yes, it that's was. why that's why I texted you. I was like, dude, this is so good. Yeah, big yeah. surprise. That 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 was uh, yeah, like you said. It, I've liked Roosh's work and uh, ROH. I've said it before, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I have been pretty consistent. And uh, yeah, and Brian Danielson has just been working his ass off ever since coming to AEW. Yeah, and boy, it's pretty cool to see. Like, I, I love the little subtle things he's done since he's come back. Like that kick in the corner. He's gotten really good at landing on his feet from that. Uh, oh yes, like real good. So yeah, he he does a great job of uh, gripping the ropes to get the right torque to flip onto his feet. He has adjusted how he uh, how he executes the move because it's not really the landing, like because he's grabbing the ropes as he's uh, drop kicking the person in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a cool looking move, anyways. Yeah, smart little piece of work there to uh, save his save his body a lot of hassle. Yeah, I mean he had to. He used to just fall on his head, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 You so, know, obviously it's supposed to be more shoulder back, but I I feel like. If, Probably eight times out of ten, it was his head. So, uh, yeah, smart on him to yeah work smarter, not harder. Uh, although that actually might be harder and smarter at the same time. You gotta figure it's gotta be hard on your wrist and shoulder. Uh, one would he's think that, he's grabbing that and flipping and torque. Torque, yeah, yeah. I mean, my shoulders been bothering me last week for some reason. <laughs> And he's actually got an excuse, you know? Uh, yeah, he, he has an actual active job. Well, no, we've been throwing around some heavy shit lately. So. <laughs> <sighs> but, but yeah, like, those oh. two were really good. 
Um, I, well, this was honestly this was one of those weeks where I'm like, I, I've seen so much good wrestling just on free TV. It's stupid currently. Yeah. Oh, and then let's not forget the uh, trios match. Uh, yeah, that the, was really good. Yeah, like as much as I give uh, the young bucks a hard time about having too many people in a match, most times that match was enjoyable as all hell. Yeah, and they didn't beat Top Flight. They beat A.R. Fox. Uh-oh. He finally showed himself to be A.R. Fox in this match. I was so happy. Because the guy's awesome. Oh. So. Yeah, you got to show off what he actually does most of the time. Yeah. yeah. So he had three really good matches. I enjoyed them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> There's the positives. What dumb foolery do you want to talk about first? Uh, do you count uh, the ladies as dumb foolery? Uh-oh. Jamie Hayter and the bunny. <sighs> okay, well, all right. Just, j- just to get that part out of the way. I, Go ahead. I, 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 need to, I need to get a determination before we get to the, to me, the real tomfoolery. Well, I, this is one where I, Hater's reign is really weird because I still think that her being this close to Britt Baker is overshadowing her reign just in general. Exactly. Yes. And it just seems like we're just waiting for Britt to turn on her, but now she can't turn on her because of the whole thing with uh, Soraya and Tony to- Storm. Yeah. So it's like, what? Are they friends? If, I mean, honestly, if that's the case, cool. But they got to do a better job of establishing, no, they're actually friends. I mean, I, I, I yeah, like, sense. they've been together, but I can't tell you what they had. Like, it's it's even less, uh, who was that? Uh, the Riot Squad in <laughs> the WWE. I Ruby, Riot, Liv, and uh, Sarah Morgan. Yeah, like, Morgan. Or, I, like at some point I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. They're genuinely friends. I still have yet to go to myself. Yeah, Jamie Hayter and uh, Britt Baker seem like genuine friends now. Like, they've been together long enough that I feel like I should have that feeling. And it's, it, and it's not there. No, because I think part of the problem is whenever they do an interview, Britt does all the talking. You've got the champion who says a few things, and then Britt does the rest. So it's still like, no matter who, like, Jamie's the champion, but the focus is still Britt Baker. Yeah. So it's like, just, um, you're going to let me talk? No, I got it. Uh, okay. Like, that's not really what friends do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, that... That is a problem for Hater, and I th- think that's why her reign's just kind of been like, eh. Like I feel like they've had her on TV more than uh, who was champ before that. Uh, well, Tony yeah, Storm. yeah, Tony Storm. Well, yeah, things just were not great with her. I I like her, but I think there's just a problem with her. I've said it before. I just don't know what it is. Something doesn't connect anymore. Uh, so if you a bad guy, I'll be good for. Uh, yeah, that that's honestly where I'm at with the uh, with the situation with her and Soraya. Like the 
that whole kiss ass gimmick is just like, why do people think that this is gonna work? Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, I, I I guess I get it that you know she had a legitimate neck injury and had to stay out of the ring for a long time, honestly. But yeah, I don't. I guess there needed to be more to the gimmick than they had going on. I'm, I, I guess I'm trying to figure out, like, yeah, like, there wasn't a new era to be had. Like, I guess I no. feel like we had joint, like, I feel like everyone had agreed that while I'd still take either of the women's divisions in the WWE, NXT, and or main roster versions over what AEW has, but AEW has still improved by and large. Oh, for sure. Oh, there's no doubt about it. It's still not perfect. That's for sure. There's still too much focus on the same people doing nothing, but it's gotten better, especially, you know, in ring wise. Yeah. So, that, that was always the downfall. There's got to be better stuff to come. But, you know, they keep talking about an AEW streaming service. And I'm like, good. Then maybe if you're going to do this, use the same format, and here's a dead horse, but it's for a different company. Make an all-women show. Uh-oh. If you're going to have your own streaming stuff, you got to put content on there. Rent out Universal, have matches, have its own show. You know? Yeah. Just like I've always said. And that way they get the work at least. Oh, so. and stay at least somewhat within eyeshot. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if that'd be better and or worse than, uh, you know, main event for WWE. Or dark elevation, I guess. If we're just going with that, since we don't want <laughs> at least want dark to. elevation, some of the matches are longer, so they can at least work. And you're oh. putting them in front of a crowd, so that's okay. You know, it's not wrestling at a performance center. Like, I'm not knocking the performance center, obviously, because it's working. Oh yeah, but this is a, like it's just different, but. AEW just has a problem with booking anyways. And... (laughs) Okay. Well... The MJF thing... His auto accident stuff... Oh. What the fuck? (laughs) I'm I'm listening going, oh... is Is he telling a sympathetic story? Oh, no... And I'm like, wait, is he going to say he killed this girl? And then, I mean, that doesn't really make sense then. And then he goes, oh, no, we switched we switch seats. So that I wouldn't be the drunk driver. But didn't you just admit you did? Yeah, so... you just admitted on national television that you perpetrated a fairly unforgivable crime. Yeah. Which I don't know what statute, maybe statute of limitations are over, but I can't imagine they are, because he's in his 20s. <laughs> yeah, so, it couldn't have been that long ago. 
Yeah, and it's like, it's a story that didn't need to be told. There, there was, like, I was just going, there's too much MJF on this show. As much as I like him, I'm like, this is, like, the WWE doesn't even overdo Roman Reigns this much. No, and I don't know if you and Chris talked about it. Not a quick aside. Roman Reigns is the man right now. Like, he's, we talked about a little bit last week. He's the fucking man right now. Uh, yeah. He's in the two biggest, highest rated storylines in WWE on two different shows. And he doesn't even need to show up. <laughs> the Cody Paul Heyman ratings were giant. Sammy attacking Roman at the end of SmackDown, giant. The mitigating factor there is Roman Reigns. So from the guy, just like we talked about last week, we're leaving WrestleMania going, ugh. (laughs) We want to see what happens next. And luckily we don't have to wait very long. Next weekend, right? Yeah, Uh, yeah, Elimination Chamber is next weekend. Yeah. So, anyways... um, yeah, that is one that it is now just dawning on me that I will not be watching that one uh, anywhere close to live. Oh, I will. So she, I'm on my own that weekend, so I will be wrestling it up. Uh, yeah. So. But yeah, but father, uh, <laughs> father comes first in the in my uh, in my case there. So whatever. <laughs> in your family obligation bullshit. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh. No, like, I'm like, why did he bother with the story? Oh, yeah, I don't, like, he, as much as I thought that he wasn't going to be able to turn the crowd back against him, I don't know if the AEW crowd has grown something of a conscience, uh, just because, uh, I don't know why, they're actually routinely booing people cheating now. But that's also led to problems with the announcers, like I mentioned to you on text. Well, but to go against that is Jericho is the bad guy. He cheats to beat Ricky Starks, and everyone cheers Jericho. Oh. So it's like a weird pick and choose. Yeah. The crowd cheers for whoever they want still, and it's like, Huh? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, there is no consistency in uh, rooting behavior in, in AEW fans, it seems. Because, yeah, because who else? I felt like there was some, oh, they booed the MJF cheating, and then they booed the the main event cheating. With the gun oh. club. Okay, no, no, no. No one cheated at the end. They hit him with a title belt. No. They hit Billy Gunn with a title belt. Hey. Well, they, did they hit him at the end, didn't they? Hey, yeah, they hit him when yeah, he... Duh, right, right before he rolled him up, that's he, right. he, he see, did hit him with the title belt. Yeah, see, to me, that felt like that was a crowd booing. Like, ugh, this is dumb. <laughs> 
Yeah, this that, is. That's what it kind of felt like to me. Yeah, that to me is the biggest problem. Like, I, I, if you want to have the guns be champs, uh, sure. I I have no reason to believe that they're a good tech. Like the, I was just like, oh my god, are they depending their whole? Uh, they're a good tag team on they beat FTR who we actively made fun of for not being on their own television show mm-hmm. I, yeah. guys we we can't go both ways with this yeah it's well I was going to save the tag match but we're already in it because the Jericho thing didn't make any sense either but um, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I okay. So I guess they wanted everyone to be shocked that the Gun Club won, or the Guns, not Gun Club anymore. They're Guns. That the Guns won. But just like you said, they were barely even on this show for the longest time, and now all of a sudden they're the tag champs. With no credibility whatsoever. No. I mean, none. And I guess maybe that's the story, but that story fucking sucks. Like, why would you derail your top team like that? And one of your most popular acts, too. One of? There are scissors in every effing crowd. That's true, and the shirts and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, like I, I am still every week. I'm in shock and surprise at a adults who feel like they're edgy by you know scissoring another adult. Uh, and yeah, it's just I, I don't, I, I don't get it. You know, it, 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 it's super popular and super over, uh, but yeah, it, the, yeah, there are scissors everywhere. Oh, I guess that was my main point is that they, yeah, they're super over, you know, uh, yes. that, <clears throat> that's all that it comes down to is that they, they are doing a great job. And like you said, why derail them? Like I, for the gun, like, if it was some tag team where I'm like, oh, yeah, I get it. They're, like, the up-and-coming heel team. And, they're you know, these two teams are going to have a great back and forth. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't see it yeah. happening. Yeah, House of Black. That'd be fine. Um, why but not isn't that heel-on-heel heel violence? Well, no, because they claimed aren't heels, though. Oh no! I thought you were talking Gun Club opponents coming. Oh, no, no, I, there's nowhere to go with them. I'm sorry, there's not, and it's not their fault. Oh it's no, how, it's how they've been used. Because like no, no one takes them seriously. It's it's kind of the Jinder Mahal thing. Oh, uh, oh. okay. And like, yeah. Oh, he's just gonna lose it real quick. <laughs> and uh, then they keep... keep winning. Like, uh, and you're like, oh, I've got to take him seriously now, and then all of a sudden he just loses all the time again and yeah. shows up on NXT. Yeah, like I'm, I'm down with the guns being the champions if they're treated real. 
if it's just going to be a Jinder Mahal situation where everything sucks, then no. But there are plenty of tag teams that they wanted a shocking win that would that suited the bill much better and much more believable. Oh, even top flight winning, good guy on good guy, but like, oh my god, we got one ups. Okay. Oh. Private party, which I guess one of them's heard, so you can't. Yeah, Mark Quinn has not been on TV. Yeah, like utilize something like that, but the guns have no credibility whatsoever. No, they never have. I mean, their biggest. Why not best friends? They're never on TV anymore, and they carry that. They carry the tag team division basically during the COVID stuff. That feud with Santana and Ortiz. Oof. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the few yeah. good ones for uh, Santana and Ortiz who seem to have been snake bitten on AEW's roster. Yep. Yeah. The whole aces, not aces and eights. Jesus. <laughs> what? Um, the, not Jericho, the uh, inner circle. Like, it's been downhill from them since. Oh, and then, you know, unfortunately, Santana's hurt. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, like it, it, injuries have not helped them out no. at all. But yeah, I mean, you got them. Who else is on here? And honestly, the Guns winning is equivalent to the Varsity Blondes winning. It really is. Yeah. Oh. That's how bad it is, and. They, because they've done nothing to establish them as real wrestlers. Again, not their fault. They've oh. been the ass boys, they've been the kids of Billy Gunn, and they've been the clowns who wrestle on Dark all the time, beat FTR, had a funeral, went back to Dark, and now they're back on TV, and now they're champions. <laughs> That's not a successful way to promote your top act. No. No. Yeah, that I, I mean that's the yeah, the biggest problem with that situation. Like yeah. that's not how you treat someone that you want to push. And, no. Cause even like the chicken shit heel kind of situation, you've still gotta have some level of credibility in that situation. And like you said, like they just they don't have any credibility. They've no. done nothing to establish them. A, a cheap win on FTR when FTR is gone right after. <laughs> and hasn't like shown crowd, up since. Yeah, they're not going to, I guess. <laughs> so that crowd, the AEW crowd, is too smart for that. Oh. That's so not going to work. And everyone's like, well, it didn't work. But then they start booing. No, they didn't. Oh, no. Like they booed because they're like, this is bullshit. That, that was the quietest I've heard an AEW crowd in a while. Like, that went over like a lead balloon. Yeah. Uh, I, I Honestly, I was shocked at how quiet the... Because everyone's just like, huh? Like, really? Like, this is... We go yes. from the, the whole crowd chanting scissor me daddy to these guys as champions and uh, you, you know, they've established that other referees will come down so oh I think the crowd was waiting for that too 
that I forgot about that aspect of the match. Because it was one of those ones where you're just like, okay, clearly this guy is injured. You know, it's not one of those, oh, he took a something of a soft bump and is now acting like he's knocked out. Like this guy took a roaring elbow. It's just like, yeah. Why did no other referee come out here to help? Cause someone's watching, right? I mean, and they've even gone through this before too. Remember when Jarrett and Jay Lethal won the titles? Oh, Edwards is like no. <laughs> yeah, they I think re- that's what the crowd was expecting. Just like, a couple no, no, of no, weeks no. ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's, let's not fool ourselves that the acclaimed's title run has been good. Well, they're they this... Got, they got saddled with those two. And they're in the same... Like, AEW's tag division hasn't really ever been good. No. Like, they have... There's a difference between, like, they have good teams. They don't have a good tag division. Is, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, that's would be my argument. Yeah. So, I, I just thought this was a big mistake. And I know you need to have monster, you need to have heels for them or a, a foil. It could be somebody else that's established. If it was Brody King and... Uh, Malachi Black beating them, I'd have no problem with it. You're like, whoa, what just happened here? And then you've got the Dark Forces versus the two Goofy guys. Um, no. I guess Best Friends doesn't really work unless Danhausen, you know, interferes or something goofy like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it just right didn't make any sense to me. It still doesn't the next day. And yeah, you you were not the one to spoil the result. I saw it somewhere else where I think someone said, well, you're supposed to hate heel champions. And I'm like, I, th- I think you're a little I, off. I, I think you're a little off on this one. I hate that stuff. Because it's so condescending for yourself. Well, you're supposed to hate the bad guys. Yeah. That's the point of being a bad guy. The problem is, <laughs> I don't care about the third guy on the left that's attacking the good guy. I care about the guy in the front that I know his name. He's established throughout this movie as a bad guy coming at me. I don't care about the Joker's henchman. I care about the Joker. That's such a bullshit way of saying stuff. Ugh. Yeah. If I cared about them, it would make sense. They've done nothing to make us care. No. So. Little to nothing. A misstep going for a big surprise. That's all this was. It's a mistake. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But but I guess they're going to get their titles back at the pay-per-view or something. I'm guessing. I don't know. Everyone keeps saying FTR is going to come back and win. I don't see that happening. Uh, I yeah, I feel like there's a reason they're sitting at home currently with only two months left on their contract, or possibly April. less if it's the beginning of April that their contracts are done. I don't feel like 
the part of April has been defined. Yeah. Because if, yeah, if they've been home for a month, why? Like, other than taking L's, why would you bring them back? Yeah, and I don't think they want to do that either. No. Yeah, I mean, why would I? We did. We just put over the guys who are your tag champs now, so we did our part. But <laughs> Even if it was a bad choice, we did our bad part. Bad choice, yes, for sure. Like, FTR loses to Malachi Black and Brody King. Sure. Uh, what other bad guy tag teams are there? I don't know. Because, yeah. I mean, we we saw that the Butcher and the Blade are both still alive. I, I yeah. wouldn't call them a tag team. Best friends. Haven't seen them in a while. They kind of had an internal fight, but don't seem to be having an internal fight anymore. I don't know, really. Yeah, you can't have Claudio and Wheeler go after them because they're ROH guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure we're missing some obvious ones, but... No, not really. Because, I, I mean, the Young Bucks are kind of in trios and also just lost to uh, those two... Uh, who was it? Uh, top flight yeah. in a regular tag yeah. match. So I guess top flight's the only one that should be relevant in that situation. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I, again, I guess I like the individual parts. I don't feel like it's come together as an, as a division. No, and it just, it's a weird step back. I mean, they could have done all they could to make Dark Order a real thing. Yeah, oh. I just thought of them. Yeah. You know, but no, no, it's goofballs. Yeah. Okay, so. Well, and I mean, at best, Preston Vance has made a uh, sidestep, <laughs> a lateral move. Yeah, there we go. That was the correct term that I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, like that's the bad thing about Roosh. Awesome, never wins. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we better get out of here. That's all the time. Damn. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, do you have a, a bell time beer suggestion on your end? Uh, not a beer cider. I went with the uh, cranberry crumble from Red Clay, my friends. Uh, cranberry, vanilla, and cinnamon. This goes down so easy. It's one of their dangerous ones. And it's <laughs> 6.5%. Yeah, so, those uh, crumbles are pretty pretty, pretty tasty. Yeah, and they just came out with blueberry last week or two weeks ago. That's my favorite one. Oh. You're in big fucking trouble drinking that. Cause... <laughs> so I was good. That Luckily, that was when Rumble was on. Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. So I was like, cool. All two of these, I gotta go. So. <laughs> uh, Bell Time Beer, actual beer on this side. Aslan Beer Company, Master of Oranges, uh, double IPA. And uh, it is 8.4% alcohol. It is uh, pretty tasty. I'm not sure that I notice a heavy, heavy orangey flavor to it. Let me. Most of the time they say that, you don't. At least for me. 
Oh. Yeah, it's not as heavy on the orange as I would expect. It's in there, but uh, I I expect it to be a little more in in your face when uh, when it when you're called master of oranges. I also think that uh, sometimes with those double IPAs, you get that uh, double IPA funk in there that a I enjoy, but b also kind of wrecks some of those uh, more uh, juicy uh, fruity notes sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, good beer. Not uh, not really disparaging it. I'm just saying that it's not uh, not terribly orangey. Because, uh, yeah, I did uh, enjoy it quite a bit. I believe this one was from uh, Alexandria, Virginia. So, I think I got it from my older brother who uh, lives down in the area. Because uh, if I didn't get it from him, I uh, I bought it in Pennsylvania on my own which is always a possibility too. So don't know where I got it from, uh, but it's from that neck of the woods. So if you happen to be in Alexandria, uh, Virginia, go ahead and uh, take a visit there. Uh, Seems like a a pretty tasty place to have a beer. So uh, that's the suggestion from Matt DeFrango 11. His suggestions were from Matt Granny Mays. The brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at any number of locations, whether it's Spotify iHeartRadio or Stitcher. Have a good night, grandkids. Later, gang.